Good morning and welcome to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools and Landers Hardware, along with Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you this morning? Not too bad. Looking forward to uh, running out to Bangor High School for Relay for Life. I know. We get done with the show here, and you know, we're about an hour, hour and a half away from kickoff. 10 o'clock, it starts Relay for Life West. And re- and the weather should be uh, okay. Looks like it. Looks yeah. like it, you know, that we're going to have good weather. Uh, that always I've, helps. <laughs> I've been down there before when they've had... Huge thunderstorms roll through late in the evening, oh, and I've yeah. been down there before when it's been 90, 95 plus degrees, and when you're on that black truck track, it's something. Nice breeze, sunny day, maybe, hopefully, you know, mid-70s, perfect for oh, it. would be perfect. Battle of the Bands, uh, banding together in the fight against cancer, and uh, they're going to have all kinds of bands there, and they're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, you can still register. You can stop by the uh, high school there and register if you want to participate or just stop by and uh, enjoy the fun. Yeah, and it's always, even if you're not part of it, if you aren't able to participate and stay the whole time or you're on a team, one of the nicest things I like is at dusk, dark, when they read the names of the survivors and the the people that have been um, hit by cancer, when they do the luminary lighting, we all know someone. That's what what a what a ceremony when they do that, and obviously when it starts, if you can be there right at ten o'clock, I think that's when it begins with the actual survivor lap, mm-hmm. kicks it off. You know, another very touching moment. Right. You know, great experience if you can even get there for a half hour to an hour. Sometimes it goes for twenty four hours. Starts at ten a.m. this morning till ten a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, Get a chance to stop into the high school football stadium and, you know, participate and see what's happening. It's Beautiful great. stadium, by the way. You know, yeah, those updates, upgrades they did a few years ago, what a nice uh, setup we have there. Works out great. People camp, you know, out in the football field mm-hmm. all night long. They have activities going on for kids. They have food. They, it's just they have music, the battle of the bands. I usually have a DJ going throughout the night That's playing right. music. That's right. You know, um, Cozy's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, great experience. If you, if you haven't, or even if you have experience, try to come out for a little while, to, you know, today or tomorrow morning. Sure. Now, uh, I understand, and uh, we were talking before you went on here, that you've been quite the busy fellow. Yeah. What's been going on? It's just, you know, that time of year, you know. Yesterday we said goodbye for the summer to all our students, so school is officially out for the year. Um but that doesn't mean it stops, you know, for, for me, administration and, and people, a lot of planning, a lot of things getting ready already for next year. But a um, little breather, a little bit different when you don't have the kids there. I thought you were going to say you, you and the staff had a big party once uh, all the kids were <laughs> out of there. <laughs> no, we did have a, a, a cookout yesterday um, in the middle school. Um, we had a retirement party at the end of the day. I'd like to um, thank some people Um that are, have retired throughout the school year, and we'll start with um, Mrs. Mary Gorl. She uh, worked for, I believe it was 15-plus years in food service uh, and as a bus driver. She retired at the beginning of the year in January. Um, 
Joanne Small, our middle school counselor, she retired at the end of February after serving the students at Bangor Public Schools for 27 years. Wow. Bev Letton, another food service employee, uh, Mrs. Letton, is, has retired after 22 years of serving breakfast and lunch and everything wow. to our students at Bangor Public Schools. And then Mr. Kit Coggins, he was a middle school special education teacher. Mr. Coggins has retired after serving our students for 24 years at Bangor. And one um, that's been in the district for 29 years, 30 years in education, he started his career one year in Grand Rapids and then came to Bangor, and he's taught in the elementary school. He's taught in the middle school. He's been a dean of students. He's been part of our maintenance department at times, and that's Mr. Dan Thorby Ornson. So he has retired officially after 29 years of serving Bangor Public Schools. And I would just like to say congratulations and thank you to each and every one of them. And if you get a chance, please drop them a note, an email, see them in town, see them around. Thank them for all their years of service. You know, we've got over 100 plus years of service between those people that have been there for our students and families in the community. Now, do you have people all lined up to fill those spots, or are you looking for people? Um, we're, we're starting. We'll have, beginning of the week, we'll have postings out for those positions. Um, so we're, we'll be looking at that. So there will be some job openings created hmm. now with these retirements. Um, Transportation is always a tough one, getting bus oh, drivers. Um, and each of them are going to be very hard, you know, very hard to replace when somebody's been with you. Oh, sure. You know, 15, 20, 30 years. Um, but I wish them all well and the best in their next phase of life. Great. What else have you been doing? Well, like I said, school just got out. We're kind of highlighting some things. We're working on the beginning of things, programs will be starting next year. We're getting in the uh, mode right now to set up um, July 15th to the 20th. We'll be having a display at the Van Buren County Youth Fair. Oh. A um, lot of information. People can come out and see some of our innovative things we've been doing in our new innovative center. With uh, We'll have 3D printing going on there. We'll have some, uh, um, you'll be able to experience our virtual reality tours where you can sit down if you want and take a virtual reality tour with goggles. Um, you'll see some of the great things that happen, information that has happened throughout the year, all the awards that the uh, band program has won. Our show choir won a gold medal at the Illinois Choir Festival back mm. in May up at Gurney at Six Flags. Um, we'll have information about some of our new programs that we'll be starting, new clubs coming out this fall when we come back to school. One of them is a Michigan High School Trap and Skeet shooting club oh, yeah, yeah. and we're partnering over at bloomingdale conservation club to do that where they'll go out on saturdays and when people think skeet and that um it's nothing there are no shotguns anything brought to school we don't use school transportation they have to have their own transportation mm -hmm. to get there they have to go through gun safety and hunter safety before they can even be involved but there's numerous teams throughout the state of michigan and you compete um, by at your own course your own conservation club mm -hmm. and then uh, the quick rundown is that each participant on the team, it's like teams of four or five, you get two rounds of 25 clay pigeons. You score it that way, and then it goes electronically. So we might be competing one, you have six competitions in a state tournament. 
So very exciting for the students there. It sounds like fun. It is. It will. And it's a skill the kids will learn again uh, of safety and so forth. We also have um, a new program that will be starting when school comes out and they start competing in September is eSports online gaming. Kids learn how to work collaborative together. There's 19 schools with Van Buren and Berrien County in the uh, Southwest Michigan eSports League. Lake Michigan College has an arena for it for tournaments. Um, and again, you compete online mm-hmm. against others, but they they practice a couple times a week. They can practice at home. Um, they'll be going against other schools and other students, and they'll learn, um, again, some more technology and um, critical thinking skills. There's a, uh, as I've looked at it and talked to our mentor that's going to be running it, Mrs. Um, Don Everett and Forrest ward from our technology department they're going to be the ones overseeing this program their their strategy you know that they have mm-hmm. to learn and practice of how to overtake places on a map and different things so um we had i want to say almost 60 kids sign up with interest in that program mm. you know probably another 25 to 30 signed up for the uh the skeet and trap club it's just we got a lot of new exciting things still coming and growing here at Bangor. So uh, look forward to the fall. All righty, let's take our first break. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. We're back with the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Sponsors the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And uh, Lynn, you want to talk about some goal setting you've been working on. Yeah, I've been working with the board and Michigan Association of School Boards since February um, to develop a strong strategic plan for the school district which is you know a roadmap of where we are and where we want to go in the next three to five years so we started out with a timeline you know in march we we got it to the board to approve doing the process march and april we started collecting data and all of our stakeholder input of what they feel that we need to be doing we held a retreat in april for eight hours and then may we did an implementation workshop and now Monday, we'll do the present the final report to the Board of Education, and it'll be officially approved. Um, and so it's just helping design where we want to take Bangor Public Schools, where we are now, snapshot, and how mm-hmm. we're going to get there. Some of the uh, goal statements we came up with at the retreat was develop and implement a long-term facilities and operations plan to address the district-wide systems, from technology to maintenance to custodial to transportation, things of that nature. Provide a positive learning environment that meets the individual needs and diverse learning styles of all students, pre-K through adult at Bangor Public Schools. Utilize a streamlined communication plan that gauges all stakeholders and improve our culture, accountability, and trust between all our stakeholders. So as we went through that and did the workshop, we came up with four goals. And one is addressing the academics and programs, create a diverse learning environment that meets the needs and interests of all students. And some of our objectives that we're going to have to start that and 
the fall for the new school year will be district-wide elective and course catalog sharing of all buildings so everybody knows what's going on and community members know what offerings we have throughout the district. Um, reviewing our technology that we have throughout the district. Attract more students to Bangor or bring students back from school of choice or to the left, hopefully from school of choice. Increase academic clubs in offerings to our students. Um, looking at the possibility of a, a implementing a STEM academy, mm. whether it be at the lower elementary grade levels or middle school, but um, getting STEM more into each of our programs and buildings and possibly building an academy. Our second goal was learning environment and the culture, personnel, and leadership. So our goal that we decided under here, improve culture, accountability, and trust between all stakeholders. Some of our objectives there, implement a school pride program. We need to get more pride in the district, more pride in our um, and support in our athletics and other academic programs. Um, we want to involve the community in everything we did. They stepped up very well with our robotics this year. We need to spread oh, yeah. that same support and pride throughout everything we do at Bangor. Improve our internal recognition of staff, students, and our stakeholders and volunteers. We need to recognize and say thank you more to everybody and recognize what good things are really happening. Improve our internal communications amongst um, buildings and inter-district. Everybody needs to know what's going on. Be on the same page of everything we're starting to do. Um, improve our positive behavior intervention systems for our students. You know, make sure we're rewarding students for good positive behavior and giving them incentives to, to become good citizens. We need to, one of our goals in the first year is build a consistent discipline plan throughout the district. And from building, not just within the buildings, but from grade levels and building-wide, district-wide. Communication. Another goal area is communication and stakeholder engagement. One of the things we want to use, utilize our resources to implement activities for all of our stakeholders. That's community members, staff, students, everybody. Some of our first-year objectives there will be um, we're looking at MASB is big now of getting a student voice, not just on the school board, a student school board member oh, we're going okay. to implement. And not just a student that comes in from student council and gives a report, but they would be an active member of the school board. They just wouldn't have voting rights. So oh. they will be the voice for the students. They need to have input on programs we're implementing and programs that we're um, reviewing and doing evaluations on and so forth. We need to know what really how the students feel. So we're, we're looking at getting a student school board member, not just a report type thing. That'd be interesting to see how that person would be chosen. Yeah, you know, um, and that, that's what we're going to be working on over the summer of how we're going to do that. There's some guidance from MESB for that and so forth. Oh, okay. We need to build more external and partnerships with our community and local surrounding businesses, um, organizations, clubs, groups. We need to partnership much more than what we're doing. We want to expand that because we have a lot of great things in your school districts, usually the, the center focal point of your community when you're a small community. Right. Mm -hmm. um, more, keep continuing and getting more of our information out to the public and everybody. We, we've started to update and step that up this year with apps and social media and so forth, um, like we do here, the radio show, mm -hmm. um, newspapers, but we need to continually get all of our information out to our community. And then the last area is looking at uh, we want to always have a plan, a long-term plan and a short-term plan for our operations. 
So make sure our processes and procedures to address district-wide systems. Um, some of our goals there, develop a district-wide maintenance um, plan and replacement cycle of what things, you know, major things are coming up that have to be done so you budget it correctly for you don't have surprises. Um, increase school safety, which we're starting to do um, Monday. Uh, we got a couple of the uh, Michigan State Police Safety Grants, so we're putting access readers and entries to all of our buildings with a swipe key instead of a regular key. Our uh, security camera systems are all being upgraded in the middle school, mm -hmm. South Walnut. Uh, we've already done the high school and the career academy last year, and this is all from grant funds. So that's nice to know. We've been active getting those things. We uh, want to implement a true technology upgrade cycle. Those are just a few of the things that we're looking to do under these goals. And what they will do is help now give us a roadmap of where we're going to. Instead of being reacting to everything that's happening, we have to plan ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what this will do is help us, you know, achieve where we want to be academically and um, fiscally. Sounds like a lot to do. <laughs> it's been a good work, but I, I appreciate, you know, we had over 40 people that came to the retreat, gave up their Saturday for uh, for eight hours to help develop this and work on this. We've gotten input for people that couldn't come from teachers, from all of our staff um, and departments. We got input from students, parents, community members. So we took a lot of time to develop this, and now we're at the phase that we'll adopt it Monday. I'll give the final presentation to the board Monday night, and then we'll turn around and we've got a check system of every 90 days in the first year of how we're moving on these goals. So um, we're ready to get them implemented beginning in July. How difficult was it for you and others to everybody to agree on everything? I, not It wasn't real difficult because that workshop was fantastic. You know, the way that, Cindy Ganson and MASB operated it. Um, everybody had, we had like six or seven groups of about six to seven people in each group. And they had, they weren't just teachers in one group, administrators mm -hmm. in one group, parents. They were a combined, each group was combined with um, representation from each area that our stakeholders. We did a lot of uh, writing on Post-its and whiteboards and stuff oh, throughout okay. the day. And then okay. we took that information and um, put it all in to all the data that we received. We, we used data from financial for the last 10 years. We used it for enrollment for the last 10 years. We looked at um, test scores and everything. And it was really surprising when people really saw everything. It was like, wow. you know. But coming down to the bottom and to the end, even though there was a diverse group of 40-plus people involved in the workshop itself and input from probably 200-plus people through surveys and everything, there was a lot of common um, denominators. You know, Maybe a little bit of different wording under each area, but they all kind of, most of a majority of it had the same common theme. So um, wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Alrighty. Now it's getting it moving, getting it implemented. All right, we're going to take another break. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. 
Hey, we're back with our third segment of the Bangor Viking Press on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, Rocky Johnston Insurance. I'm Spencer Verbers, along with uh, Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And Lynn, you have a bunch of things going on over the summer, I understand. Well, yep, summer's busy. You know, it's it started. Like I said, first of all, obviously Relay for Life going on today at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, we get into July. Um, the Career Academy will be running credit recovery for students throughout the county. If you're interested or need to make up any um, credits for towards graduation or high school, you can get a hold of the Career Academy at 269-427-6800, extension 2100. They'll be doing credit recovery for about six weeks through July and August. Oh. Um, we also have the fair again, yeah. July 15th through the 20th over at Hartford, Van Buren County Youth Fair. Summer band will be starting with indoor marching band. Practice begins on June 18th. We have a uh, summer band concert for 6th to 8th grade uh, at 7 p.m. on July 24th. Summer band camp runs June 19th through the concert. Mm-hmm. So that starts for middle school and high school kids, band camp. And then high school band camp is July 29th through August 2nd for marching band camp. We also, and I know people are going to say, what are you talking about already? <laughs> we just got out of school yesterday, but the end of summer, summer back to school bash will be August 21st. So oh. I'll keep putting that out there. Last year it was very popular. We had free book supplies and school supplies and backpacks. We had free food, hot dogs, chips, drinks, pickles. Um, we had the Amish community come in and make free homemade churned ice cream. Mm-hmm. All the buildings were represented, you know, with information about registration and back to school information. We had our gone boarding do some things with teaching kids how to skateboard. This year we're trying to expand it more. Hopefully we're going to have free live music with a band, mm-hmm. and a musical band. Um, we're looking at hopefully go on boarding, bringing in a portable skate park. You know, So uh, we want to make it even bigger. We have bouncy houses, face painting, everything. So keep looking there. There will be uh, information coming out of that. But that will be August 21st. And I know people are probably already looking at me thinking or listening thinking, this guy's crazy. He got out of school yesterday, and you're talking about a back-to-school end-of-summer bash. Well, we know how fast summer goes. It flies. It, Time it, flies. Speaking of summer, I want to mention uh, the fireworks coming up July 4th. Yes, and that's always a great, great display that they do at the high school. And I believe that starts um, with festivities and stuff, a parade maybe at 5 or 5.30 mm-hmm. in Bangor, and then that will go right up to the high school. And games, food, and stuff will be going on, and then... Fireworks at dusk. And the fire department uh, is asking anyone that has some some extra change or extra money to stop by the fire station and donate because the more money they have, the more fireworks they can do. Yep, and they have had some uh, fantastic displays the last few years. So if you're able to, help support the Bangor Community Fire Department with the 4th of July Festival and Fireworks. Okay. Alrighty, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. We'd like to thank the sponsors, 
The Bangor Public Schools, Bangor Banking Center, which is a division of uh, Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers. Have a great weekend.